Warning, applying these principles may change your life. People will look at you differently. You will walk straighter, live bolder, and find out who you are. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Here's your host, Josh Hatcher. Hey guys, welcome to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher. And listen, uh, Manlyhood has been around for several years now when we've been doing some really interesting things and I've been able to be a part of something really exciting. And I'm so glad that you guys are here with me, that you've been along for the ride. And I'm going to tell you what, um, it is so rewarding for me to be able to help mentor and encourage guys and to give the opportunity for other men to build each other up with our Manlyhood Man Cave group. If you hop online, you can see that. Also, just following along at the Manlyhood Facebook page or the Manlyhood website as well. Just being able to be this and do this uh, is something really exciting to me, and I'm really glad to do it. It's a dream of mine, and you guys have helped to make it happen. So here we go on our second year. Uh, I guess we could call this season two, if you want, of the Manlyhood Mancast. We're actually starting out today with episode 48, and the title of this is How to Get a Good Woman. Uh, that's something I hear a lot. People always say, man, you have the best wife. How do you get a good woman? Or you... You know, especially young guys who maybe haven't found that yet, or they're looking for ladies and all they see is just, I don't know, they see a wreck. I, I don't know what's going on, but I, I know that the quality of men in our culture is lacking, but I also think the quality of women in our culture is lacking because I think people in general have abandoned uh, decency. They've abandoned a good sense of morals and a good sense of the common good. And I, I don't say that in a prudish or judgmental, harsh way. I'm just saying in all you have to do is look around you and you see that, that it's, it's lacking. Uh, and, and it's a shame, but if you are a man who's wanting to be a good man, and if you're looking for a good woman, I want to help you figure that out. So I've got a list of 10 things. Are you ready? This is how you can find a good woman, how you can get a good woman. Number one, start by making yourself a better man. And I can't tell you how important this is because I'm going to let you know right now, if, if your purpose is wrapped up in, um, needing a woman for your fulfillment, okay, you're going to be set to fail before you can even think about those kinds of relationships or anything else. You really need to be asking that question. How can I be a better man? And you don't need to be a better man for her. You just need to be a better man. And I want to encourage you to do that. That's the first step. Because if you want to be, if you want to have a really good woman and you're a crappy man, it's not going to work, right? And just for your own sake, and this is really what's going to lead us to part number two. Part number two is be satisfied in who you are without her. Okay, your identity is not dependent upon anybody else. Your purpose is not dependent upon anybody else. And so you have to really accept who you are. And if you don't like who you are, then maybe it's time to make some changes. If you're not sure who you are, then maybe it's time to make some changes so that you can find that. But you need to be content in who you are without a woman in the picture. Because I'm going to tell you right now, a woman doesn't want somebody that has to have her. A woman doesn't want somebody that can't function without her. She needs a man who can function, who can perform, who can get things done, and who is confident in himself. And I'm going to be honest, in my life, I have not always been that. I think, honestly, I think a lot of that did happen before I met my wife, but there's times when um, I have not been confident in who I am without her. And as a result of that, that has caused problems for us. Now, 
I think over the past several years, I've reclaimed back to who I am and, 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 and having that satisfaction in who I am. And then what happens then is she doesn't have to fill that for me. She doesn't have to fill that hole in me because I have it. I have it filled. And I think it's really helpful when you do that. So guys, before you're even looking, okay, let's go back to one, start by making yourself a better man Two, be satisfied in who you are without her. All right, guys, that brings us to number three. I want you to know what you want in a woman. Okay? Get out a piece of paper and make a list. Make a list of what you want. Because if you go to the grocery store and you're hungry, right? You go to the grocery store hungry and you don't have a shopping list. You're going to buy everything. You're going to put everything in your cart. And you're going to buy stuff that you shouldn't be putting in your body. And you're going to pig out on it. And you're going to make. And then you're going to get home and you don't have the stuff that you actually need. Okay, because you got distracted by your hunger and you got distracted by all the bells and whistles. So if you are looking for a woman and you want to get a good woman, I want you to know what you want. So make a list, write it down, take the time to say, you know what? I really want somebody who likes to play video games or I really likes I really want a woman that likes football or I want a woman who is a musician so that we can make beautiful music together or you know what? Uh, and, and don't be su- too superficial about this. I want a woman with big jugs. No, come on, guys. You know better than that. Figure out what you want in a woman and make a list so that uh, when she comes along, you can weigh it to that list and you can say, these things are non-negotiable. These are things that I would like, but these things are non-negotiable. I want someone that I can relate to, someone I can have a good conversation with, someone that's intelligent. Okay. When you make that list of what you want in a woman then you can you can filter things and you can you can adjust and you can make sure that the woman that you find is the one that you need. All right, next thing. Now, be, bear with me when I say this, okay? Once a cheater, always a cheater. Now, I know people can make mistakes and people can be forgiven, okay? So I'm not saying that that it's absolutely literally true, okay? I don't want you to look at this as that thing that Josh said. Well, Josh said that every time, if a woman cheats on you once, she'll always cheat on you again. I'm not saying that, and I do think there are exceptions to every rule, but I want you to know and I want you to understand. If you're looking for a good woman and she's cheating on her man to be with you, she's going to cheat on you to be with somebody else. Okay? Don't be uh, dipping in somebody else's pool. All right? Because that relationship is going to be built on something that's not fulfilling. It'll be less than fulfilling, and it's not going to last. Now, I'm not saying that somebody who has cheated, or someone, even someone that's cheated on you, is imperfect uh, for you. That might be the right person for you, and you might be able to make it work, and she can change. And you can change, if that's you. Okay? But I want you to really be careful here, and make sure that what you're establishing is a relationship built on trust, and that the person that you're putting your trust in is someone who is trustworthy. So if you're dating somebody who just recently cheated on somebody or who has cheated on you and has not made the pro- the appropriate steps for you two to find what you need to work through this, then she's not the one for you, okay? Especially if it's a repeated thing. So let's uh, just remember that, guys. Especially if she's cheating on somebody else to be with you, she's going to cheat on you to be with somebody else. Number five, <clears throat> don't date crazy. <laughs> 
Now, first of all, I think everybody's crazy. So, you know, I, I hate to kind of take away from what I'm saying here, but I, I honestly, if you got, so, if you're dating somebody and they have a lot of issues, okay, those issues are going to bleed through and they're going to cause you a lot of strife. If you're seeing that, it's okay to back up and say, you know what, I, I'm not ready for that. And so I'll say this, everybody's a little bit crazy. You got to figure out how much crazy you can tolerate. And when you're dating and you have that ability to get out, okay, you're not married yet. You're not committed for a lifelong relationship yet. You can get out. If they're the kind of crazy that you can't put up with, don't put up with it. Okay. Six, consider the source. And this one here is, uh, this is an interesting one. You want to find a good woman, you have to consider the source. Where did she come from? One, where did you find her? Did you find her at the bar where she was partying and reveling and flirting with all the guys? Did she come from a home that has a lot of baggage and a lot of struggle? Because, and that's okay if she did, but just be prepared. That baggage and that struggle are things that you have to love her enough to be able to work through because you're going to have to work through it. Is... Her, uh, are her parents pretty solid or are they a mess? Now, like I said, I think everybody can rise above their situation and I don't want you to put too much judgment in that, but I want you to ask yourself that question. Do I care about this person enough to work through these things with her? And so as you're looking for it and as you're looking for where you're going to find the person that, that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, watch where you're finding them, okay? Because if you're finding, you know, somebody on Tinder and she's ready to hook up. This is a lot about uh, her character, doesn't it? It says a lot about your character, but it says a lot about her character too. Where are you looking for a quality woman? If you're looking for a quality woman at the bar, at the club, at a party, you got to be careful. And if you're looking for a quality woman who's coming from a situation where there's a lot of baggage and a lot of hurt, First of all, that doesn't mean it dis- neither of the, none of those things disqualifies them, but it means you've got to be careful and you've got to be thoughtful. And I want you to be considerate. I want you to consider it, whether it's worth it. It may or may not be, but it might not be. Okay, seven, intentionally and deliberately get to know her. If you want to find a good woman, you don't just jump right in and, you know, fall in love instantly. You want to take the time to intentionally and deliberately get to know her. What does she like? What does she care about? And as you do that, you can make sure, does she line up with your list that you made earlier? Does she, is she the kind of person that you can see yourself spending the rest of your life with? Because I'm going to let you know right now, if you're getting to know somebody very intentionally and very deliberately, and you see that there's something in them that is not going to change, and it's something that you can't live with, then just end it. End it quick. And if you're careful, you can do that in a way that minimizes the collateral damage. But you want to intentionally and deliberately get to know her so that you know who she is. Make a list of 100 questions. You know, it was awesome. When my wife and I were dating, she did that. She made a list of 100 questions for me. And uh, we kind of ended up riffing off of that. I'm sure we probably asked hundreds of questions. We'd get together and we'd go to the library on campus and we would just sit there and we would, she'd ask me a question and then I'd ask her that same question. And we got to know each other very well. And that's how I knew that she was the one I wanted. I knew her very well because we were deliberate and intentional about it. Now, number eight, 
This one's also important. If you want to find a good woman, because that's the question we're asking, you need to guard your heart. I'm going to tell you right now, people don't do this anymore. They, uh, they don't guard their heart. They jump right in. They fall in love. Let's use those words because I'm going to tell you right now, love is not something you fall in. Love is something you choose to do. Are there emotions? Yes. And if you're not guarded with your emotions and careful with your emotions, then you're going to let those emotions get the best of you. And that is a recipe for destruction. And it's a recipe for a relationship that is built on emotion. And emotions are hormones and chemicals and trauma. (laughs) Okay. It's where emotions come from. So be careful. Be careful and guard your heart. It doesn't mean you can't have emotions. It means you have to make sure that you're in control of them and they're not in control of you. Uh, Which kind of leads us into number nine, which is be careful with commitment. You know, uh, and really, commitment is that thing that you've got to you got to watch. You don't just jump right in from, okay, we went on a date to. Hey, we're madly in love and getting engaged and living together and hooking up. You want, you need to go slow and you need to be deliberate. You need to be cautious and you need to be careful. You know, I, I, I know I'm old fashioned when I say this, but I believe that sex is supposed to be between a husband and a wife. And I think that if you're not careful, you jump the gun on that and you play married and then you build a relationship on something physical. And that relationship isn't built on something that lasts and something that matters. So guys, just be careful with your commitment. You don't need to jump immediately from, oh, she's cute, to, oh, she's my girlfriend. No, take the time and say, you know, you can date somebody. That means you go on dates. And you know what? You can date more than one person at one time because you can go on a date with Sally one night and you can go on a date with Jane the next. There is nothing that says you have to be committed that early on. Now, eventually there's going to come a place where it's appropriate to say, I really like Jane more than I like Sally, and I think I want to I want to date her exclusively. So you, at that point, then you say, you know what, Jane, I think this is worth pursuing. I'd like to have a, a more re- relationship, more of a relationship with you, and I'd like to date you exclusively. And when you do that, then that's the stage that you're at. That means you're not dating other people, and you're continuing to intentionally and deliberately get to know her to make sure that she measures up to what you want and what you're looking for. And you've not clouded that whole decision-making process with all that emotion and with all those hormones and with all those electrical impulses in your brain. Uh, you know, and of course that continues on through, okay, now I'm dating her exclusively. Now, you know what, I, I want to make a more formal commitment and, you know, we're in a relationship now. And we're going to say that we're boyfriend and girlfriend, which I'm not a big fan of those words, but I, you know what I'm saying, right? Uh, a courtship, if you will, where your pursuit at that point is, you know what, this is the kind of person I could spend the rest of my life with. This is the kind of person I'd like to marry. You're not committed to marriage yet, but you're on that way. And if there's anything that comes up, if there's something that says, I can't marry this person, then that's when you end it. Sorry, listen, this is a deal breaker and we can't make this work. There you go. Problem solved. And it doesn't break your heart as much because you've been careful and guarding your heart and you've been careful with your commitment. Now, if it's going well, and you know that, yes, she is the one I want to marry, then that's where you get to engagement. Engagement is really just supposed to be, at that point, you should know her well, and you should be intending to marry her. When you engage, it's a promise to marry her. So if you break an engagement, you're breaking a promise, okay? You're, when you're engaged, you're saying, okay, we're moving forward, and we're moving towards marriage. 
That is important. You don't break that just easily, willy-nilly, okay? And then, of course, you get married. And when you're married, you're saying, I'm going to be with you for the rest of my life, no matter what, thick and thin, sickness and in health, richer for poorer, and you're saying, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And you want to be very careful before you make that commitment. So, guys, that's number nine. You want to be careful with commitment. But let's back up towards the beginning a little bit earlier. Two, number 10, and honestly, guys, this is the most important. Friendship first. I don't understand why we live in a culture that says men and women can't be friends. They can be, and they should be. And if you are careful with guarding your heart, if you're careful with your levels of commitment, then make some friends. If you, People are always like, I don't know where to find a woman. Listen, start looking with who the, who, who the women are in your life that you're friends with. That's where you start. And if they're not committed to somebody else, then, you know, fair game. Spend some time with them. You know, spend time with their family. Spend time with their friends. Uh, Get a group of people together. You know, you get 10, 15 people together and you have a, when I say a party, I don't mean a, you know, a drunken orgy. I mean a party. Have fun. Watch a movie together. Eat dinner together. Cook together. You know, have a barbecue. Do simple, fun things with a group of friends that are male and female and watch what happens. You'll meet somebody and you'll have some good conversations. Friendship first. And I'm going to tell you what right now. I've been married this year. We're going into our 21st year. Okay, July of last year was our 20th anniversary. And we'd been in love for about a year uh, before that. Maybe not quite, but almost a year. So 21 years we've been together. And we, we started out as friends. In fact, it kind of caught us by surprise that we even were in love. Because... We were friends first. We really liked each other and we enjoyed each other's company. And that friendship we built, we took the time to build it, and that's why our marriage is lasting. That's what makes it work. Because if you have somebody that you're going to spend the rest of your life with and you don't enjoy spending the rest of your life with them, what you even doing? (laughs) What you doing? Friendship first. Okay, that's the investment worth making. So how do you get a good woman, guys? You start by making yourself a better man. You have to be satisfied in who you are without her. You have to know what you want and make a list. Once a cheater, always a cheater, or at least be careful there, okay? Don't date crazy unless you're willing to date crazy, because that comes with stuff. Consider the source. Where are you finding this girl? You need to intentionally and deliberately get to know her. You need to guard your heart, and you need to be careful with commitment, and you need to pursue friendship first. Guys, I want to thank you for tuning in today. I've got more podcasts coming up this year, and I'm really excited about all the cool things we're going to get to talk about. And, uh, you know, I'm wanting to do this every week, give you uh, some thoughts some things to think about, some things to process. But I'm hoping to add some additional podcasts through the week. And uh, one of the ways you can help me do that is if you guys have questions that you want to ask, uh, shoot me an email, mail, M-A-I-L, at joshhatcher.com, or you can send it to manlyhood.com at gmail.com. Shoot me questions if you've got them, because uh, I'd like to get some other guys together and we can answer some of those questions. That's one of the ways that you can help this podcast be even better, is by sending us your questions. Other things that you can do, um, if you really like this and you're enjoying it, share it with a friend, okay? Invite guys to our Facebook group, our private Facebook group. It's called the Manlyhood Man Cave, and uh, we'd love to see you in there. Again, with our Manlyhood Man Cave, it's men only. It's a closed Facebook group, so nobody else can see it. So it's a great place for men to be able to open up and share and be honest and be authentic with who they are and what their struggles are. And men can help encourage each other, you know. And if you've got encouraging thoughts and you want to share them, that's the place to do it. 
So we'd love to hear more from you guys. If you're interested in more personal development for men, please check out our website at manlyhood.com. Thanks. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. You can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for manlyhood.com. Our manly theme music is from Austin Sterling and also from Mark Cruz. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you are listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast. It might sound a bit old-fashioned to carry a hanky, but this piece of cloth with its stylish pattern is entirely practical. Since I started carrying my honky hank, I've used it to stop bleeding, to clean the fog off the inside of my car windshield, as a plate during an impromptu picnic lunch. There's a reason your grandfather carried a hanky. It just makes sense. Find out more at honkyedc.com. That's honkyedc.com.